This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we say farewell to our very own Sully the Monster, but we also make him work on his last day. How do I say goodbye to what we have? Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm in the studio here with Andrew. Yes, sir. Hi. Howdy. Um. So what are you doing here? I am getting ready to record a podcast about Trident 1807. No, I mean, but literally, what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be gone already? Uh, no, not not for another uh, four hours. Four hours. So four, we have four, four hours, hours to make you do work here. That is correct. So um, in case you're not aware, um, Andrew, what are you doing? I am leaving NetApp. Today is, as we record this, I am four hours away from... Uh, Literally handing in my badge. Yep. NetApp, NetApp is no longer going to have Andrew here, and the podcast is going to be uh, no longer having Andrew here, which isn't that much different than usual. I was going to say, but, you should be very used to this over yeah, the last so you know, year or so. I'm just going to pretend you're on a really long trip. You went out for milk, and you never <laughs> came back. That's harsh. <laughs> Why am I pushing everyone away? First Glenn, now you. So, um, I don't know if you want to tell everyone where you're going. Uh, I'm happy to tell everybody where yeah, I'm going. I just so didn't, yeah. I will be going to Red Hat. So I will oh, be okay. taking on a role over there, focusing on OpenShift and virtualization. Will you be doing containers? I will. It's good. Somebody needs to do containers over there, right? Uh, I will be <laughs> one of many. I know, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of people over doing containers. I kid, I kid. Anyway, speaking of containers, uh, today we're going to talk about the latest release of Trident because I am going to actually make Andrew work on his last day. That's the way I roll. Hey, that's okay. It's I, I got to work sometime, right? <laughs> Might as well do it in the last day. Uh, this will be on your review, um, just so you know. You know, and this will be on my exit interview. <laughs> so, what did you do in your last day, Andrew? Well, I worked. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, so um, what's uh, what's new in Trident eighteen point oh seven? Yeah. So today is uh, the official release day, or I guess we pushed the button last evening. For Trident 1807, uh, so 1807 indicates it was released in 2018, the seventh month, i.e. July. So this What release, happens when we run out of months? Uh, it rolls over to 1901. But I mean, like, what if you just run out of months? Like, asteroid hits the planet and... <laughs> then we have bigger issues. Oh, continue. <laughs> so 1807 uh, is a, a landmark release for a number of different reasons. Uh, arguably one of the biggest ones and one that will uh, always causes Justin to perk up is we added a flex group driver. What? Yeah. So in addition to the other, what, four drivers we had, uh, five drivers. So we had for ONTAP three existing drivers, uh, ONTAP NAS, ONTAP SAN, and ONTAP NAS Economy, uh, both of which use either iSCSI or all three of which use what, either iSCSI or What is or a NAS NFS. Economy? Uh, we provision Q trees inside of flex volumes. Ah, okay. Whereas on tap NAS is every volume, uh, every volume created for Kubernetes or Docker is a full flex volume. So you don't measure in IOPS per gallon. Correct. Okay. Continue. Yeah, it's uh, per hogsmead. Yeah. Hogshead. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, 
so then we also have the solid fire sand and the E-series sand drivers. So with this addition, we now have an on-tap flex group driver. As the name indicates, when you provision a volume using that driver, it creates a flex group. Uh, so lots of interesting applications here, right? Traditional strong points for flex groups, right? Things that have lots of files, lots of metadata operations, uh, things like AIML, right? There's a lot of stuff that's going on inside of there, and uh, this has been one that has been asked for for a while. Cool. So um, with the flex group driver, I mean, what sort of things is that bias? I'm going to make you answer this. Like, what is that? What is that? How does that benefit us in a container environment? Sure. So those type of workloads that are uh, that that favor that you know the strong points of flex groups and and that is something that a point you can belabor at length. I will continue. Uh, <laughs> are now super easy to access, right? In other words, from the application standpoint, it's simply create a PVC that specifies a storage class, and that storage class happens to request a flex group type of volume. Uh, Trident will automatically provision that flex group. So any constituent volumes, right, all of that other stuff is handled automatically by the system. And then it just takes it from there. So the same consumption model that's been available for, you know, NAS and SAN uh, within ONTAP is now available for flex groups. Excellent. So with a flex group, I guess that would the one of the benefits would be if you spin up a bunch of containers, like if you have an application that has to spin up containers constantly. Um, let's say you have a, I don't know, a company that Service, serves up movies and videos, and they spin up containers every time somebody clicks on one of the movies or videos, then a flex group can help spread that load out across multiple nodes of the cluster and give you overall probably a better performance experience and, and make an even distribution of that workload. Yeah, it, it kind of, there's two ways of scaling, you know, the storage for an application underneath uh, containers, right? One is using a Kubernetes stateful set where every instance of the pod gets its own dedicated volume. Uh, so works well with ONTAP NAS, ONTAP NAS Economy, ONTAP SAN, right, and the other SAN drivers as well, Solid Fire E-Series, in that each one of those is, well, its own flex volume, or Q-Tree as the case may be. Uh, the problem with that is, in particular, if you're doing something that has a lot of the same data, right, I'm running a, a you know, super simple, super cheesy example, I'm running an, an Apache web server, and I have the same htdocs folder in every one of those, and I want to put it on some kind of performant storage. Okay, well, I don't need 10 or 20 or 40 volumes for the same set of data. Instead, I can use an NFS volume or a flex group volume, right, and have that single volume marked as read, write many, and then all of those pods can connect back to that single one. So to your point, when I have potentially a large application that has a lot of files, a lot of things going on, I can distribute that load automatically across all the different constituent aggregates on the ONTAP system. So would the um, Q-trees inside of a flex group volume be known as a, as a economy NAS plus? Or is that just economy NAS still? So we do not have a, a Q-tree in flex group driver at this point. Oh, well, let's get on that. I totally should do that. That's perfect. I, I, I don't disagree. Al, uh, I'm going to need you to get on that, Andrew. I will go ahead and... Can you finish that by the end of the day? I will go ahead and submit the GitHub request. Submit it by the end of the day. Because the beauty of open source <laughs> is we can do all of this out in the open. Because you're not going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, I'll... I'll. <laughs> I should probably, you know, open my laptop today. Yeah, probably something like that. I've, I've seen Andrew a lot in the break room, uh, reminiscing about the good old days. Um, so we, I realized that we talked about Trident as if everyone knows exactly what it is. So brief overview what that is, Andrew. Sure, and, and good point. Uh, so Trident is NetApp's open source integration with the containers ecosystem. 
So it is a dynamic storage provisioner that works with Kubernetes as well as Docker. And as of 1807, we now have a CSI driver, which means that any container orchestrator that is CSI compatible, we can now participate in as well. So Trident, the ultimate goal is to, well, really enable consumption, right? If I am a containerized application, I don't want to have to wait on my storage. I simply want to create a persistent volume claim that says, I need X gigabytes of Y type of storage where that Y storage class is defined by the administrator. Trident then implements that and it says, okay, you want you know 74 gigabytes of gold storage. Okay, I'm going to provision that from this particular storage system and hand that back to you all automatically. So if I wanted to find this Trident thing, where would I find that? Would it be in the depths of the ocean with Poseidon? No. No. Although he does have a Trident. <laughs> he does. So no. So is get it Aquaman? Okay. Does, does Aquaman, does Aquaman, Aquaman also has a trident? He does, doesn't he? he? Does, yes. There's a movie. There's an Aquaman movie coming there out. It is, here. and yeah. he talks to fishes. So that's Aquaman. <laughs> does Trident talk to fishes? No. Aquaman's better. Continue. <laughs> so it is an open source tool, which means that all of the code, everything that you need to find, is on GitHub. So simply GitHub.com/slash/netapp/slash/trident. Uh, so in there, you will find literally the code, all the downloads, and you'll find a link to the documentation, which is hosted off of Read the Docs. Uh, you can also find links to NetApp.io. So NetApp.io is where we publish, you know, all of the release announcements, all the how-tos, all the cool technical stuff around Trident and around the container stuff, as well as all of our other open ecosystems integrations. So think Ansible, Puppet, Chef, uh, Jenkins, right, all, all of those other things that are on our GitHub site. So the one thing that I like to point out about Trident, even though it's open source, it is fully supported. So you can always pick up the phone and give us a call, and there's there's a team of people here who will help to answer and get things up and running for you. NetApp.io is also known as the pub, right? That is correct. That's not someone peeing. That's someone I was going to say, that, that does not sound like someone pouring That does sound like someone peeing. It says pouring drink. That's that's a terrible sound effect. I've never heard a drink that, like, get poured that much. I, I got nothing. I got nothing either. <laughs> uh, so one of the good things, or, or arguably the most valuable resource, I believe, uh, com that comes from the pub is the Slack team. So if you go to netapp.io slash Slack, uh, you'll find an invite for the Slack team. Uh, inside of there... Uh, if you provide your email address, I promise marketing does not know that that exists, so you won't get any marketing emails from us. Uh, but it sends you the invite to Slack. Uh, we On our Slack team, we have 1,500-plus people now uh, from across NetApp, right? all kinds of different disciplines from lowly TMEs like us to technical directors, product managers, uh, support people, right? all of that, as well as, most importantly, our customers and our partners. Wow, another Slack channel to join? Can't wait. Yeah, hey, this, this one's better than all of those others. <laughs> That's what they always say until you join them, and you're like, my gosh, this is too much. My head is about to explode. Why am I getting so many messages? This is terrible filtering. So I, I am, however, required to uh, to state that Slack is not an official support medium. So it is a, a best effort, right? The Literally, the engineers, the guys who are writing code, we, we haunt inside of there, so we try and help if we can. Uh, but it's one of those things where um, if you need official help, you know, open a support ticket. So, Andrew, I've got a special surprise for you. Oh, oh no. Um, I invited some more people here. Um, 
they actually they just showed up. I didn't invite them. Yeah, we just knocked on the door until you let us in. <laughs> Way to crash the party, guys. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> All right. Surprise! Hey. It's going away party. Did you bring any gifts? All right. So um, <laughs> joining us in the studio, uh, Garrett Muller and Jonathan Rippey. Uh, Garrett, what do you do here at NetUp? I am a TD responsible for Trident and other open sourcey things. All right. And how do we find you on the Twitters? Energy, I-N-N-E-R-G-Y. Energy. And Jonathan Rippey, what do you do here? Yep. I'm a programmer here, and I work on our open source stuff. Uh, I work on um, Trident, our Trident or Container Org- Integration. Yeah. So right. he's just making weird noises. I'm telling you to get your elbows off the table. Oh. Just like I do yeah, when I do it. Sorry. This. You do that when I'm eating. <laughs> get your meat hooks off the table. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's the protocol. <clears throat> so um, Jonathan and Garrett are members of the Slack channel, I would imagine. Yep. Yes. So you, if you need to ask them t- technical questions and support cases, ask them. No, I'm kidding. You'll ask. Sit them to Garrett. Cases. Yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, actually, I, I believe Sully's going to go ahead and come back. Are we, have, we, have we talked about this at all yet? We have. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Sully's going to come back and do all that support for us. Yeah, actually, he's going to do it as it's a- It's all uh, open and open source. It's an open source support contract, so mm-hmm. we're not going to pay him. Mm-hmm. He's just going to join the Slack channel and, and answer questions. Especially during the hours of 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern? <laughs> yeah. You know, no, actually, your shift ends at 3 a.m. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's a proper second shift. Get on it. <laughs> okay. Starts to, actually, starts today. <laughs> Congratulations. Congrats. Here's your Here's your orientation packet. Yes. It's a lubricant lotion. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so uh, we talked about Trident. We talked about um, some of the things that are in 1807. Um, what are some future plans for Trident? Can we can we divulge any of that, Garrett? Yeah, it's definitely not a secret. Uh, I think what we're working on doing uh, for the October release is uh, primarily around uh, things like backup and restore. Uh, we want to be able to import volumes that you have that you already are managing outside of Trident and, and pull them in under Trident's umbrella. We're also looking at ways in which we can start to expand to use more of NetApp's storage and services portfolio. So one of the one of the favorite things that I like to ask or talk about is not just what we're doing with Trident, but what we're doing upstream. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think there's nine or ten engineers on our team now, and uh, my understanding is I think fully a third, right? At least three of those guys focus solely upstream. So right. w- what does that mean? And what are the type of things that they're working on? Yeah, so there's a, d- a bunch of different communities in the container ecosystem that focus on storage and hopefully increasingly data management. Um, we, are, uh, we, we basically are uh, big parts of the Kubernetes storage special interest group. We're a big part of the uh, container storage initiative, as well as the... Um, uh, there's a CNCF working group around storage as well. So those three communities primarily we spend a lot of our time in helping to uh, drive the direction of storage and storage features from a container consumption standpoint. So uh, an example of that, uh, the kind of things that we're working on right now, uh, we're working on adding uh, resize capabilities for uh, general provisioners. A, c- a couple of provisioners that are upstream in Kubernetes currently have the ability to do resize operations, but it isn't available generally. So we're doing some changes to make it more generally applicable. We're also responsible for both the NFS and iSCSI basic drivers that are currently in Kubernetes and are going to be rolling into the CSI proper. So. Our goal there is to basically make sure that uh, storage and data management capabilities, especially more advanced ones that NetApp can provide and others uh, like us, uh, that you can take advantage of those capabilities through these platforms. So one of the big pushes here at NetApp recently has been AI, ML uh, type of workloads. So how does Trident help us enable those types of things? 
Well, that's a good question. Um, the, the, the primary way that we do it is by supporting these container platforms, a lot of the new applications that are being written to support those workloads are containerized. They're, they start in containers. In fact, that's not just an AIML thing. That's just a universal truth for applications these days. Yes, it, but it, I need you to market it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> because what's your secondary job these days? AIML, what do you know? Exactly. Hey. Yes. Hey, I don't have any sort of hidden agendas here. Marketing Continue. isn't my job, Justin. It's, <laughs> um, it's everyone's job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in that way, we actually support the uh, NVIDIA GPU cloud container images that uh, support both Kubernetes and Docker. And since Trident itself supports those two platforms, it's a natural fit. Um, we actually tested all of our uh, integrations with our different platforms with those images and uh, with those AIML workloads, and it works as seamlessly as we expected it to. Excellent. And this will work, again, like, like Garrett said, across multiple workloads. So, you know, not just AIML. Don't think that's just for that. There's plenty of stuff out there you can do. Absolutely. And since I'll, uh, since we're talking about that and we just mentioned flex groups earlier, I understand, uh, I'll pull that into this conversation too since it's your baby. Yeah, I've been nurturing it. Yeah. But a big reason why we added flex group support, uh, which is not a small thing for us, it's actually it was an entire release worth of work. Uh, 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 Sidelined to do just that for a portion of the team. Uh, is because of this workload. It's important to be able to uh, to use the capabilities of a flex group to be able to get the performance and the capacity that you need to deliver what you are expecting out of a training workload, for example. And uh, we want to be able to offer you. We want to allow you to do that through Trident. Uh, another big p next piece of this, like I was talking about before, is the import capability. So we do expect that there are. Uh, companies out there already that have these workloads in flex groups and they want to be able to just pull them in and manage them as part of a kubernetes or docker i would imagine that'd be pretty seamless right you wouldn't have to take much of an outage if any at all to do that no i don't expect any outage yeah. at all yeah so yeah yeah and the flex group piece is not just the performance and the capacity but also the simplicity and it ties into the automation infrastructure to make sure that things are easier to deploy and you're not thinking so much about where you have to deploy it. Like you don't have to, to code that into the infrastructure. You don't have to think about it. Like which node is going to go on. Flex Groups handles that for you. Right, and that's great for Trident because Trident is would like to be as as in a way stupid as possible about how it's managing ONTAP for you. For example, um, the less we have to know about how to do that, the more we can spend uh, more of our efforts we can spend working upstream to evolve storage and data management in the community in the in the Kubernetes and Docker and CSI communities. The more that we can spend on Trident, the platform itself, allowing you to you know have more sophisticated policies in place and things like that. But enough about Trident and enough about Flex Groups. Yeah. I want to talk about Sully. Oh, let's talk about Sully. Wait a minute. Is, Suddenly I'm scared. Does, <laughs> does Sully have a new release? Sully has a his last release, sadly, right? Sully, Sully is leaving us. He's being uh, sunsetted. Sunsetted. <laughs> Today is his last day. Uh, we're all very sad to see him go. He's been part of this journey with us since the very, very beginning, since before it had a beginning, um, when we were fighting for uh, the need for a container program at all um and uh so it, it's 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 with sad hearts uh but we're very happy to uh to see that he's going on to uh to red hat he's going to uh be part of their openshift program and we are very close partners with red hat and the openshift program so uh he's not going too far even if it's a different company and uh so personally for me, I just wanted to say that I, I really appreciated all the effort that he put into this program. It wouldn't be anywhere close to what it is right now without his help uh, in the uh, not just Trident itself, but NetApp.io, um, you know, the pub, uh, all of our 
conferences that we went to um, and and we supported and uh, it was all the all the time we put you know setting up those conferences and putting the demos together for all those things so people would have uh, a good understanding of what we were trying to do. I, I could go on and on. There's just so much that he's provided this program. Uh, and to me personally, is a great friend of mine, and uh, I'll, I'll sadly uh, miss seeing him every day. Um, but again, he's not going too far, and we'll definitely stay in touch. Uh, thank you. It, it means a, a great deal, and I hold this company in, in high regard and very close to my heart. So I, I will miss being at NetApp greatly. Um, and I, I was recently asked if I was running from something at NetApp or running to something somewhere else. And uh, it's very much an, an a serendipitous uh, opportunity that I had. So I, I, I hope that I have the opportunity to come back someday. You're always welcome, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, me too. It's rippy. Uh, I'll echo everything Garrett said. And uh, back in, like I guess, five years ago or so, um, when I first started playing around with Docker, like when we were first uh, starting this container team up, we were just we were thinking about who could help us, and you know who who were we excited and interested to have in the team? And like, no hesitation, I was like Sully. We got to get Sully because Sully and I have been working together in the VMware virtualization space, um, working on a Eva Rail product back then. And um, yeah, it's just it's been awesome having having you on the team. And you know everything Garrett said, I say you know I agree completely, hundred percent, two hundred percent with. And uh, glad you'll still be in town, and we'll, we'll all miss you a lot, man. Thank you. Yeah, I, so I have no intention of falling out of touch uh, with, with you guys especially, but with anybody here at NetApp. Um, so I will, of course, be, I think we'll continue to be on the same conference circuit so we can run into each other there. Um, my Twitter user handle will change. Uh, You're no longer going to be Andrew NetApp. It's, it's very, you know, NetApp specific. Um, but I, I will still be on Twitter and all of that other stuff. So I will still be uh, reachable, contactable. I've already changed all my stuff in the pub Slack channel. So I will continue to be... Uh, who I am on the pub Slack channel, and people can reach out to me that way as well. Excellent. You'll have to keep us posted with your new Twitter handle. I guess it just would redirect anyway, right? Doesn't it do that? I honestly don't know. I don't know. I'm not a... No? You, Rippy, you don't know? I don't know. But you know everything. Well, I don't know this. Okay. <laughs> there is one thing. I'm There's one a, thing. I'm not a social not media maven. You yeah. are? You look like it. It's the beard. It's the beard. <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll also miss Sully's contributions, not just to the podcast, but also to everything else that I do day to day. I'll especially miss him asking me questions about flex groups. <laughs> he doesn't ask me any questions. What, about walking flex by your cube, giving you the stink eye. Yeah, he gives me the know. stink eye. At, you know, makes fun of me for not doing any work. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, I mean, you know, we've we've worked together for several years now, and it's been great. And uh, it's unfortunate because you hate to see when people go that you appreciate working with, and that's that's the way it is, though. Thank you. It's the way the cookie crumbles. And I'm sad to say that I am causing you more work. You now have to take a new picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take a picture of you just looking really sad. Yeah. <laughs> just put redacted in for Sully's face. I'll like I'll wear like a lot of, like <laughs> black clothes and just yeah. I, I noticed you have your, uh, your your ghost funeral shirt on today. So. I do. Sully's the blue ghost. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sully, uh, again, thanks so much for joining us and staying here and being here for a while and, and then eventually leaving. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll miss you, and uh, I think the podcast will be lesser because you will not be here. So, yeah. Thank you. And I, I certainly know that you will continue on, and it will be phenomenal uh, without me. So I have no no worries whatsoever about that. That's not a, that's not a false statement. Um <laughs> so uh, also thank you to Garrett and Jonathan for coming in and sending Sully off uh, with the nice did you, you gonna put coins in his eyes now and float them off into the and the river sticks the river sticks yeah, yeah. 
No. Funeral pyre. Yeah, yeah. pour out a nice 40 for my, nice for my homie. Vi- Viking funeral. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's leaving, but he's not actually going far enough. He's not. Yeah. No. This is like moving like 45 minutes away from your parents. Yeah. It's not that far. It's not. <laughs> it really isn't. And in the same, you know, world, same ecosystem, same conferences, you know, it actually be funny. I wonder if we'll see him any less. <laughs> we do, right? It's now. probably going to be about the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, you can find Garrett on Twitter at Energy uh, with an I. And J.K. Rippy? Yeah. yeah. J.K. Rippy. That's very Rippy. easy at to JK remember. Rippy, yeah. At J.K. Rippy. Yeah. Don't forget the at because it won't it's work important. Is J.K. Yeah. just kidding? It's just kidding, Rippy. Yeah. It is. It's it is. good. It's good. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at netup. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, which is now me, uh, I'd like to say a very sincere thank you to Sully the Monster for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. All my dreams Pass before my eyes A curiosity Dust in the wind All they are is dust in the wind Same old song Just a drop of water In it and the sea Boo!